Joe, check it out. You could do a lot worse. Oh, you're my classmate, and we go to the school where we learn how to break stuff? Let's fight. <laughs> like, There's an angry guy who's really angry all the time. We gotta battle him. <laughs> it's like an Irish bar fight. You're from one town over, so I hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast, where we tell you why demigod fox gods are the best roommates because pampering and fluffy tails and cooking for you when you get home after a long days of work. I'm your favorite host, I'm the Bomb, and with me is Nickel and Tuesday. <laughs> what do we say to death? Nick bas- Nick's basket. No, Nick, Sam, not- you're supposed to say not today. Oh, not today. God damn it. All right, start over. <laughs> Shout out to Arya, the MVP. No spoilers. I've never seen Arya, so how would I know? Dude, the best part. No, not Ar- No, not Arya, the animation, but also shout out to that. Also take a drink. Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm not, Arya, I'm, start. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Not that Dude, that's she was, matters. She was putting up triple doubles all day. I know it's a great show. I just don't watch it. Best part about Game of Thrones is like watching the Bill Simmons pod where he compares it to basketball. Mm-hmm. It's the funniest fucking shit. <laughs> I'm just sick of all the people who like, and I used to be one of those people where they're all like, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones because, eh, and they act kind You're of still one of those it. people. <laughs> no, no, because I understand now because like I'm that way with Evangelion. Like there's people out there with Evangelion who like, they're like, Evangelion is stupid and convoluted and trifling-ass bullshit. And I'm like, dude, shut up. You're not interesting because you've never seen Evangelion. You know what I mean? Like, so I kind of feel... I kind of Yeah, feel, maybe you should watch Game of Thrones, Sam. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... Look, I'm, not, I'm look, just not into it. Just it's watch not, the first four seasons and call it good. That's all you need. Okay. It gets kind of Hollywood after that. It gets a little Marvel. I'm just not into it. Like, I don't... It's not... It doesn't mean it's a bad show. It's I mean, obviously have you ever a good tried show. Having good taste? Have you ever tried having good taste? No. <laughs> All right. I, well, look, Game of Thrones and H—they're doing just fine without me. Like, it doesn't matter that I don't. Watch I never it. said you had to buy it. <laughs> they're doing just fine with their viewers. It's obviously a good show. I just not into it, and that's not not a big deal. I don't care. I don't care if you're into it, because I feel that. I feel Game of Thrones fans. They probably get pissed every time they hear someone go. Am I the only person who doesn't watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> It's like, okay. Uh, no, speaking of which, though, like, I'm waiting for Avengers Endgame people to come on and be like, am I the only one not excited for the new Avengers movie? I watched it last night. Holy shit! shit they played hot. us like a damn fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see Endgame, and they played, they played spoilers for Endgame. <laughs> dude, that's the funniest shit. That, yeah, that I saw that. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, dude, no, and it's, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, dog, like... Later, we're going to do spring first impressions. That's right. That's what's up. So, like, you know, the past, like, three seasons or so, we change it up and we do two first impressions and then a review at the end of the season. It's way easier to do. It's much better than having a mid, like, mid-review. like Yeah, plus we know? review fewer shows. Yeah, plus We're only doing about 16. It, it gets, it, it lets us, it's able, like, it doesn't make us feel pressured to watch 20 plus first episodes instead we can 
watch the first three of like twelve shows, then ones yeah. that we know are going to be like relevant. So that's how and this week was it. even easier because two of them were shorts. <laughs> we didn't even realize, which it. I didn't even realize. Yeah, until like yesterday. well, they're like half episodes, but oh, actually, so essentially I didn't we realize, about seven. I didn't realize until Senryo Senryu was a short till today when I was watching it at work. But anyway, that's what's up. So we're gonna talk about that. But uh, first, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay, thank you for that. Check that out, okay? So, that being said, let's get into spring season, shall we? Waifun has bando, huh? Anybody? Oh, I will volunteer my waifu. <laughs> Nanako Yukishiro. That's the girl from Fruits Basket, right? No. Or, <laughs> wait. That's no. the girl from Senryu Shoujo. That's the girl from Senryu Shoujo. You picked the guy from Fruits Basket. I had him mixed up. I was looking at the wrong part of the show sheet. <laughs> so we should have put the Saturday. Yeah, we should have put the shows. But yeah, no, Nanako Yukishiro from Senryu Shoujo. Yeah, yeah. That's a great little show. She's she's a girl who can't talk good because she gets her words mixed up and fumbles. So she writes haikus. Talk, I can't talk so good. Yeah, dog. And, and she's has- very kawaii. His bando, I put Kiyosama because he's Fruits Basket best boy. Fight me. Which one is that? Oh, that's the main he's guy. He's a cat. He's a cat face. He's the 13th. Wow, the so the Mal, the Mal still has the old uh, character designs for the pro- picture profiles. Change it. I'm Change like, it right who the now, hell are Mal. these people? <laughs> Who's this bug-eyed I'm, guy? I've never seen uh, the old Fruits Basket. I'm a fruit noob. See, so. me and Danny have seen it because we know it's good. I'm going to keep referring to myself as a Froob noob whenever throughout I this episode. Schlub up. Throughout up. this season. You got to change your, your Discord name to Froob noob. That's pretty good, actually. Froob <laughs> noob. Nickel, Nick. and tu- Nickel and Tuesday is perfect. Yeah, that's right. No, that's true. You got to keep your name, your Discord name as a show reference, a show title. Maybe, maybe that could be my title, Froob noob. Froob noob Nickel and Tuesday. <laughs> Froob, Froob noob, noob Nick. With admin privileges. With admin privileges. Shout out, shout out. So yeah, Nick, of course, went down the malice like he always does, makes a awesome sheet and lays it out for us, goes every other, starting from the top on the seasonal page. So we got eight shows here, and we're just going to go down and give our first impressions. We watched three episodes of each show, just like we always do. Well, most of the time we do. There are some times where we... From now on, we always do it. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we try to anyway. Like, I know... Sometimes we scramble a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. But uh, yeah, let's get into it, dog. The first show, one little punch known man, ditty, one punch man, Wapama or One Punch Man. Studio JC staff instead of Studio was it Madhouse last time? Yeah. So JC staff is well known for their mediocre animation, and also somehow they've made a lot of classic shows. Um, and current shows that are popular, like Food Wars, very popular show, but if you pay close attention, the animation isn't that good. A <laughs> um, bunch of other stuff, too. I believe they did. Oh, they did Don Machi, which I think Don Machi had better animation than most of their shows. They did they did Toradora, a lot of stuff. <clears throat> but, yeah, everyone's upset because uh, One Punch Man isn't going to have the godlike animation that the first season had. And, in fact, it's like, decidedly very like pretty mediocre this season so far 
Um, I think they're probably just going to do the thing where they save up all the animation for the battles. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it is what it is, right? I mean, it kind of sucks. I'll tell you what, because I did an opinion piece on it on one of my newscasts like a month ago on how like changing studios is like, that's like a, a bad choice, Joyce situation. But, and I kind of shit on One Punch Man a little bit about it. Because going from Madhouse to JC Staff is just kind of like, it's really funny because like just like a couple weeks ago, I think it was Sen or somebody, somebody else, or maybe it was Young Blaze. They posted in our Discord, they posted a animation studio tier list. <laughs> it's like a picture and it had like the studios in different tier brackets. And it was just like completely wrong too. <laughs> yeah, some of it was jumbled, but some of it I kind of agree with. We should do a whole topic on that. Anyway. Don't Another studio to will be at the top. Don't want to go into a tangent there, but like it wasn't watching the first three episodes. It wasn't that bad, but there is a very noticeable difference. And like, <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Even like the the art style and the way it's drawn. Yeah, like they changed. Genos looks way different. Like they changed his face. His head's like bigger. Like his hair's bigger. Like it looks weird. Yeah, he like, has like <laughs> a more squid. He has like a more narrow face or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. It looks kind of bug-like. But, I mean, to be fair, he's getting robo-upgrades, so we'll just go with that. That's the canon explanation. Yeah, yeah that's the canon explanation. <laughs> he's going to the doctor and be like, bro, upgrade me. <laughs> i got to fight my my uh, senpai. Make me slender so I can go, go quicker, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, the basic gist of One Punch Man, if you've been living under a rock for the past three, four years, is uh, what Saitama is the yellow-clad cape bald guy, and he defeats every enemy with one punch. Thus the title, One Punch Man. And it's pretty funny. It's it's kind of like a like a parody on these shonens where it's like what would happen if you got so bored of fighting your enemies? Like you just you, it was too easy to defeat them. <laughs> like how would you deal with that? Um <clears throat> and then all of course all the other characters are super serious, but a lot of them don't realize how strong he is except for Genos. Mm-hmm. And uh I think uh Subuti, what's her name? The the green haired, blue haired girl? Yeah, the tornado. Tatsumaki. Tatsumaki. Doesn't everyone call her like Subuti or something? She, she got, got booty. booty, know what I'm saying? Um. Anyway, uh. so yeah, <laughs> that's the basic gist. <laughs> uh, the second season, it's like a new like mini arc, I think. I haven't read the source material. I don't know if Sam has. I have not read the manga, no. I know it started as a web manga at first, and then... Yeah, um... And Saitama is going around like he's helping this guy who's like a fake hero. Like he gets saved by Saitama and everyone thinks he's the one who did it. What's his name? Uh, King. King. Yeah, King. He's got like a scar on his face and all he does is like play video games and he's a neat. And so Saitama's helping him. Genos is fighting and it's kind of an introduction. There's a, and it, it introduces the uh, bad guy, Garo, who is taking out heroes. He's kind of like Stain a little bit. Except more comedic, because One Punch Man is is more comedy than anything, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh, Fubuki. I was looking at the wrong girl. Not Tatsuma. Fubuki, right? Fubuki is her sister, her older sister, yeah. Oh, that's a different person. Yeah. Okay. Same, whatever. Same thing. (laughs) Um, They both got green dresses. They both got, like, weather shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They both got the booty. They both got the booty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's really funny though. Like Saitama's playing video games with King, and he's like breaking the controller and stuff, and it, it, just like the little little pieces of dialogue. It's it's funny and silly. And then episode three, it turns out he's 
can enter into a tournament. So there's going to be like a tournament arc apparently, which is cool. I want to see how that plays out when when he just defeats everything in one punch. It's just going to be like it's going to be like Vegeta punching the the meter in uh, Dragon Ball Z, where he like blows it up. Yeah, it goes it goes through fifty walls and blows up. Yeah, it's like oh okay, why well, next year let's just let them in the tournament and we don't have to do this every year. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. I'm excited. I don't know. I I'm still gonna watch it because I want to know. You know, what I mean, I I love One Punch Man. I think. I think everyone's going to watch it just because if, you know, you're a One Punch Man before, you're going to watch it. So it's like, I don't know. I it, the it's not that bad. It the, some of the fight scenes like the one with um when Genos was fighting Speed of Sound when he like came to the door their apartment and Genos fights Speed of Sound outside. That fight actually didn't look that bad. It was pretty cool. Um it wasn't terrible. You can tell they're trying really hard to kind of keep that that smooth animation in the fight scenes. Yeah, they it's, save it all up. Yeah, it's still not not as good as Yeah, they don't have like the Utapon cubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the 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 uh Itano firework or Itano You know what I'm talking about. The the Macross thing or like you got a million like bullets flying across the screen. Yeah, yeah. Rockets. Yeah. Tano Circus, that's it. I don't think they even had that in the uh, in the first one, but they probably had a moment there. I um, mean, anyway. just like all you got to think that type about of is animation. The f- in the first season, all you got to think about is the Genos versus Saitama fight, and it's like okay, like you know what I mean, like that for real, like that fight. Oh was... yeah, when he's like he he punches like around Genos and it like blows up a canyon. Yeah, and he's like, all right, let's go get food. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't like Udon? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> he gets like super serious and ripped and then like the next minute the next panel he's just like this dopey looking <laughs> yeah like osamatsu looking dude like he all taps bubbly. him on the head and he's like all right let's get udon i'm down i'm down a clown yeah yeah but yeah i mean the second season started pretty good i like this i like it man i like it i, I like it i like it i'm gonna keep watching Sue it. me and shout out to hulu for doing like because i got it they premiered it a day early which is sick so i got to watch the first episode like and i got hulu so Hulu's dope. Shout out to Hulu. So I can watch One Pun Man on Hulu. So let's uh, get it. What else we got? Number two. Wait. Hold so on. the number two show that we skipped over every other is uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba or Demon Slayer or Blade of Demon Destruction. Um, mm. This is a Studio Ufotable work, which is Studio Ufotable is or Ufotable or however you pronounce it. They are known for the Fate series. They did uh, the the Type Moon works with what was it? Um, Garden of Sinners. That's the other one they're known for. They're very well known for the uh, particle effects that they put into all of their shows. That's like these crazy light shows and, and special effects looking looking animations. Yeah. Um, they're also known for having characters with dead eyes, <laughs> which is funny <laughs> to me. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this this show is basically taking place in like kind of like a warring states period of Japan, uh, like near somewhere around the Edo at the end of that with like the samurai falling away. And there are man-eating demons lurking in the woods. There is a boy whose family is attacked and killed, and the boy's name is uh, Tanjiro or Kamado Tanjiro. He finds his, his whole family slaughtered, and except his sister is like not quite dead she's only mostly dead as they would say in uh, princess bride but yeah, she's like part dead. part demon too 
So he's like trying to save her and ends up running into this running into this other uh samurai dude who who fights them. He he's trying to like slay the girls, the demon cuz if the demons the demons feed on human flesh basically. That's that's kind of the basic gist of it. And the boy eventually starts training um, th- th- he saves a sister. Uh, it's kind of a cool battle, episode one, and and you know they start training, and he's learning how to be a better swordsman, and that that's about as far as we've gotten in three episodes. That's like it was because like you read the synopsis, right? And it's just like oh, cool, another feudal Japan revenge story with demons and shit and swords. But it's like no, dude. The main character. This is why it's cool. Tanjiro is. You know, he's kind of just like a, a a young a young kid. How old is he? I don't even think they even say. But uh, like, probably teen, give or take. Yeah, like 14, 15 maybe. They, he's a young kid who's, he's just a, you know, he's a compassionate, regular kid. And he sees this horror. And as as much as, like, he wants to avenge his family and uh, turn his sister back to a human, He's not consumed by, like, bloodthirsty revenge. You know what I mean? Like, he is just, like, this regular kid who's compassionate, but he's, like, down to clown to put his life on the line to turn things around, you know? And it's, like, it's kind of badass. It's kind of It kind of reminded me of Midoriya. Like, Midoriya is, like, this kind of really goofy, shut-in kind of compassionate kid who is, like, he'll put his life on the line for you if he has to. But when he turns badass, it's it's like really badass because he's not like that that often. And I kind of imagine there's going to be a moment in this anime where that happens, where like he just goes like full on berserker mode and just like slays a bunch of bitches. And I think that's going to be sick. Like this anime looks really cool. I really love the art style. It kind of reminds me. There's like these bold the boldness to like the outlines and the eyes. Oh yeah, I like that. That's how every anime should be. It just looks fucking cool, yeah. Like, and I mean, not exactly like this, but just like bold and bright and like thick, thick lines. Thick. Right. It's got an eight point three six on Mal right now. I mean, only three, four episodes. I think there's four episodes of it right now. But like, it's it's cool, dude. I really like the main character design. I like the 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 pig guy with the pig face. Oh man, it's cool. I'm excited to see like. Some crazy. There's going to be 26 episodes, so it's going to go into next season. But you know, coming from Dororo to this is like it's pretty cool. It's like I'm watching constant demon samurai sword action. Yeah, I know. I was going to say Dororo is it uh, is a good comparison, which is continuing this season too. But you know, we'll talk about that in the review app. But yeah, and that's the first recommendation on Mel too. <laughs> oh, under yeah, dude. Yeah. Shout, also, shout out to you, Fodable, for dodging taxes to make this anime. <laughs> Oh yeah, we wrote down the show sheets. <laughs> That's how they afforded it. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that on my newscast, and then Nick was like, "Wait, we got to write this down because it's funny." <laughs> when they're not stealing from charity and dodging taxes, Fodable's making Demon Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Also, the opening oh, in ED is by Lisa. That's pretty fucking cool. It's oh nice yeah, they to, did a uh, Sorted Online. It's nice to see her do something other than Sorted Online. But man, dude. That first, no, like you said, that first battle, it's fun, cool. Like, that's yeah. how you... Oh, yeah, because he... Well, I guess we don't want to spoil exactly what happens, but he, he does, like, a cool strategy when he's he's charging the uh, the ninja, or samurai, yeah. really. Yeah. And it's like, 
that, the, that's how I mean, you the hook. girl's attacking him. The demon girl's attacking him. She's trying to eat him. Yeah. That's like how you hook a bitch first episode. That was a good first episode, I'll say. Yeah, and it was really bloody, actually. I was kind of surprised. It was definitely way more bloody than I expected it to be. Like, yeah, when you discovered the, his family. Looking at the design of like the characters and stuff, you don't think it's going to be that. I don't know. Sometimes like the way an anime looks on the cover... You know, you don't think it's going to be a certain way, and then it ends up being a certain way. And it's like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, dog. Demon Slayer is cool. Definitely worth checking out. It's, you know, like I said, most all these animes are, are three to four episodes in. So, like, if I'm telling you, to, if we're telling you right now to check it out, that means fucking do it. God. Fucking do it right now, dog. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sorry, I had a moment. All right, number three, Fruits Basket 2019. Oh, let me get this. All right, Fruits Basket 2019. Hit them. This is uh, Studio TMS Entertainment based on a manga, the Fruits Basket manga of the early 2000s. I think it came out in the late 90s was when it first came out. Um, I should probably know that. I'm a fruit noob, so I don't know all the stats. Let's see. Adaptation, Fruits Basket. Here we go. 98 to 2006. Yeah, Fruits Basket. So this is like a famous... Uh, shoujo, comedy, drama, romance type of show. <clears throat> a lot of people have it as like one of their favorites. I think it's Danny's favorite anime. Is that right? It's definitely Sounds one of right. her favorites. Yeah, like it's. I would like, guess number talk- one. We've talked about in manga book club that like how it's one of her favorites. You know, along with. And I always thought it was just kind of like another run of the mill, you know, rom com shoujo show, right? Because I'm like, oh, fruits basket. That doesn't sound. That sounds pretty light, <laughs> and. To be fair, these first three episodes kind of were a little bit light, and apparently the story gets a lot heavier and, and more uh, like thematically rich the longer it goes, um, especially in the manga, because apparently the first, the original adaptation from like 2001 did not fully like cover everything. Yeah, so they're, like the they're manga giving it the brotherhood going. treatment or something. Mm-hmm. So the 2019 version is airing now, and... It does look really good. You don't have those bug-eyed character designs, the bug-eyed like digi-paint weirdness <laughs> from the early two thousands. Yeah, um, you can tell like in certain scenes they like tried to keep the style, but just update it so it looked nicer. Like so, the characters are taller, and like because I yeah. Google I Google image search, like I just typed in fruits basket comparison, and like you, it, dude, it's so much better. Like it's, it's just, mostly Toru. She looks like she looks like an insect <laughs> in the first. Yeah. One. <laughs> I like the guys look relatively normal, but if you if you just Google that, like you can see, like the the characters have like longer arms in some like positions and shit. Oh, like clamp style. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It just like looks um, weird. Yeah, worse yeah. than clamp style. Clamp style is actually like kind of cute in a way, but like I don't know. <laughs> Code Geass, where you have three three characters hanging from the side of a building, and they're almost touching the ground because they're so lanky. Almost <laughs> <laughs> touching the ground. Dude, Code yeah, no. Geass is fucking classic. If you were yeah, into Fruits sh- Basket. If you're into shoujo, like, back This is, in- like, one of the top shoujos, right? I mean, it's, like, up there with Sailor Moon and everything, right? It's pretty up there. I I'm maybe not by Sailor Moon. I, would, I, would. I mean, it's not a magical girl, but it's it's close enough. It's kind of like the anime news network likes to compare it to Evangelion, but, like, Evangelion for girls because it's kind of, a, kind of like a formative type of experience or, like, people learning about themselves but in a way that the girls tend to enjoy it more 
if that makes sense. I don't know. I'm just kind of reading off of what they said. Paraphrasing, yeah. No, like, yeah, paraphrasing. if you were into shoujo like I was and Danny was, like, back in junior high, like, if you were our age, like, b- okay, back when Tokyo Pop really took over the manga scene, like, in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, Fruits Basket was, like, the, the shoujo, was, like, the go-to shoujo that you went to to read shoujo. Like, in the anime came out, and I don't remember how... It came out like when did the original? The original came out two thousand three, right? Two thousand one. Two thousand one, yeah. And I remember borrowing the DVDs from my friend and watching. I binged it like in a weekend, and it was cool, man. Like the character, the way the characters grow is the best part, and learning more and more about like the Soma family secret and all that stuff, and and Toru learning about him, you know, and the Zodiac and the cat. And whenever she yeah, so them, maybe maybe you animals. should give like the basic elevator pitch, like what is Fruits Basket? So Fruits Basket is about this girl named Toru Honda, and like she lives in a um a tent currently because she was living with her grandpa after her parents died, and her grandpa was going to move away to live with some of his other kids because his house was going to get renovated, but he couldn't take Toru with her. And she didn't want to change schools. So she just like was like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll go live on my own because I have a job. She has like a part-time job. She ends up moving into like a tent on some land, not realizing that she actually lives on Soma family land on their property. And she discovers like their house on the way to school one time or one day and realizes that her very cute prince, handsome classmate, Yuki Soma, lives there. And he discovers that she's living in a tent and they're like, yeah, this is not okay. You can't live in a tent. Just stay here until, you know, your grandpa's renovations are done and all that stuff. And then she realizes like the next day when she's got her room and stuff in the house that she accidentally hugs. Sam, I said elevator pitch. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how else. this is. The, this is like I'm, I the was, play by play. I was getting to the end. I was getting to the end. And then you, you yell. All right. Me. Give it 20 more minutes. Give it 20 more minutes. No, no. But then, like, later she accidentally hugs Kyo, and he turns into one of the Zodiac deities, or, well, the 13th one, which is a cat. And each Soma family member has this thing called the Soma family curse, where if they're hugged by the opposite gender, they turn into their Zodiac animal. So, like, the Chinese Zodiac. So, like, cow, dragon, snake, and then the 13th cat. But, yeah. it's And then it's kind of like a slice of life in a way. there's, There's, like, a plot. Like if that progresses, but you know, every day is like a new discovery about the Soma family members and Toru's like this just really compassionate, bubbly person. So she's always like she's learning like about their problems and she's just like, Oh, but why don't you just do it this way and just be nice? And it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like that's a very oversimplified So she's nosy. Hmm. Oh yeah, Interesting. eavesdropping. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to give like a whole summary of every episode there. But like no, that's that that's how the show progresses and then you know, every episode you're kind of meeting a new Soma family member, you know, so it's and then they they meet Toru and they're like, oh, wow, Toru's actually a badass. Like, she's fucking cute as fuck and she's nice and she knows how to cook like a boss, you know, so that's another reason why they love having her live there because she knows how to cook and they're, they're all guys and they don't know how to cook, you know, or at least the people who live, the Somas who live in that house are all guys and they don't know how to cook and shit, so I don't know, it's just really cute, like it's going to get, like, at, at first it kind of starts off as your your kind of basic romance anime with the hook, 
and that hook being the Zodiac curse. But like, it, as it goes on, it the the overarching plot like you start learning more about the family curse and the strict rules in the family and things like that. Like when Toru figures out that they have the curse, they have to like go report it to the family head and stuff, and it's like all serious. But yeah, later you find out some more shit. Like without spoiling, you find out some more shit about Kyo and other people and shit. It's good. It, it it is really good. Like it gets better. Like I, if the people who are fans of Fruits Basket are gonna be fans of the, the new one. I I like it already way better than the original, just because of the updated style and animation alone. You know, shout out to TMS Entertainment. Shout out. Yeah, the the modern style is definitely a a boon. I agree. I, I the thing is like I I don't know anything about Fruits Basket. Froob noob, Froob as noob. I said, but. Uh, I, I enjoyed the first few episodes, especially I think episode three, where they she started to like, what's the word? Like empathize and and uh, <clears throat> help out one of the Soma house members. I forgot his name. Which one she was helping out? Um, it was the angry guy, right? Where she's she was kind of talking metaphorically, like, "Oh, you have a plum on your back." Like we, that's we Kyo. Can't, yeah, Kyo. It's like we can't. Uh, I don't remember exactly how she said it, but because it's been a while since I watched that episode, but she was comparing it to like something that you can't. S- oh no, she was comparing it to one of those um, rice balls. Rice balls, make, right? Yeah, it's a rice making ball. Making rice balls for their fe- their school festival. And there's like a good aspect of each person that they can't see because it's on their back. Yeah. And she was kind of telling him that he's like, "Oh, you might not be able to see this, but you know, this is what's good about you." That type of thing. I was like, oh, wow, they're already getting getting into it a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, because Kyo's kind of like a sundry, you know? He's kind of like got rough edges. But then yeah, later... and the way they handled that and, and acted it out was really good. Um, yeah. It kind of reminded me of Arya a little bit, although Arya's a lot more saccharine and, and like, overly sweet that compared to Fruits Basket. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, the English voice actors did a, gr- did a great job here, too. I, I watched it in, in uh, the dub. And Laura Bailey does Toru. Great job there. So, yeah, she's Toru are good in the original too. too. Yeah, they brought back a lot of uh, returning cast members, if I remember correctly. Yeah, both Japanese is, and English, which is pretty dope. Unlike a certain anime that's coming out in June, they brought back <laughs> the original cast. All right, Nick, calm down. It's gonna be okay, dude. God damn, just calm down. What the fuck? All right, anyway. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, it's a joy. Yeah. It's, it's a simul dub. So I mean, if you don't, if you're not sure, just check out the dub. You know, if you, if you watch the sub, watch the sub. And before anyone asks, no, you do not need to see the original. Just go ahead and watch it because it's just a re. You know. Yeah, it's, it's the like a, it's the brotherhood treatment. You can just watch the new one or Hunter yeah. Hunter. You can watch the new one. Although there's a lot to be said for watching the old one. So like, if you enjoy it, then go back and watch the old one. I would recommend that. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, that's true for Hunter Hunter and Full Metal Alchemist. Like the old ones are still worth checking out. So anyway, Catch that's the off topic. Yeah. But. All right. Yeah, number four. I, I enjoyed it. I like I like how sweet Toru is. Yeah, dude, and she looks way better. She's it's like a little easier to watch now because like the original one's a little dated because of the style. Anyway, I could go on about the bug-eyed people forever. But number four, here we go. Kenjo taking a Ken, big step down. <laughs> Ken, <laughs> Kenja After Nomago, the all-time Magi's classic grandson. fruits basket. We get the all-time. Forget about the show in five minutes. <laughs> Kenja Nomago, Magi's philosopher's grandson. grandson or Magi's grandson. The Magi. I by Studio Silverlink, uh, action comedy magic fantasy. 
it's kind of one of those school battle shows, somewhat similar to Asterix War, but not as not as bad. Like, um, it's just it's 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 actually like pretty reasonable. And this one's also simul dubbed. I watched this one as a dub as well. It's basically, oh god, is this an isekai too? I'm reading. Yeah, because I mean, synopsis. well, kinda. They, they, he's like reborn kinda into is, another really... world. Died dies in an accident. Reborn into another world as a baby. Okay, so that's Isekai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, raised by Merlin Wolford. Yeah, it's a boy who's raised by a wizard who learns from him and, and trains, and then he's sent to an academy, and that's like the first three episodes, basically. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it has like a, a healthy dose of comedy in there. that They, they chuck that in there. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this one. I, just, I watched this one early on, and I kind of blazed through it because I was <laughs> – I was I was like multitasking. Uh, do you have any like immediate thoughts for this one? No, I I don't know, Nick. This you one's know, I think this one's twenty six up. Yeah, it's no, it's gonna be twelve. Twelve. Why does it? Which one is? There's another one that's gonna be twenty six. Anyway, I just I you know Nick, I just don't care. I like it's like inoffensive show. You know, it's fine. If you want another battle fantasy school show, check it out. You could do a lot worse. Oh, you're my classmate, and we go to the school where we learn how to break stuff. Let's fight. <laughs> like, There's an angry guy who's really angry all the time. We gotta battle him. <laughs> it's like an Irish bar fight. You're from one town over, so I hate your guts. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so you just oh, start. I was swinging. thinking of Demon Slayer. That's the one. You start swinging on McFinnerty next door, <laughs> and it's like, okay. I Sorry. always think of a lot of um, train spotting where the guy throws an empty beer mug like over the railing and it hits a woman in the face and she starts screaming and he's like, we're not leaving it until we find out who Gloucester. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the one who did it. Like he's just oh God. <laughs> fucking train spotting, man. Dude, I, I never, I, I remember they made a They made a second one like a year ago. I never watched it, but. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know. Probably was just like nostalgia cash grab, but like, yeah, train spotting is good. Anyway, no, Kenjin you know, Omago, Nick, you know, it's okay. It the, the dub is actually not that great because the grandma sounds like she's thirty. So, <laughs> so you it's like, like what's you going did on? Like, there? You did some, you did it smart and watched the dub. I was watching the sub for all these because I'm sure the sub sounds a lot better though. So there's that. The character design is you know lackluster. It's the kind of it's just average across the board. Like that's yeah, it. you know, they're school battling. It has a couple of moments that are like, hey, that was pretty good. But you know, I got this, I got shit to do. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'd rather waste my time watching. You know, you got the blue haired girl, the red haired girl, both vying for his attention. The blonde haired, uh, per, the blonde haired pretty boy guy with a nice suit or academy yeah. outfit. I'd we rather, all know where this is going. You know, I'd rather be watching this month's, uh, you know, Spotlight or watching Hunter Hunter. I don't start watching Hunter Hunter. You know. Like, and if you want a similar school battle show that's better, just check out Chivalry of a Failed Knight, which we covered when we first started the podcast. <laughs> um, I know we kind of gave that one crap when we did, but looking back on it, it definitely had a lot of better moments, and especially the ending was was pretty cool. Mm. Um, as much as I hated how the how the guide, anyway, I won't get into that one. But it, but it, that shows a decent example, right? All right, there you go. Um, otherwise, just watch like My Hero Academia. That's like a million times better, but. So, yeah, that was Kenjin Omago, and now we have Bokuben, We Never Learn. 
Bokutachi wa benkyu no dekinai, and this Bokutachi is based on a manga studio Silver and Arvo Animation. It is a What's, harem. Okay, That's wait, the first on, stop, genre. <laughs> stop for a second. Stop for a second. What's Arvo Animation? I have no fucking clue. Maybe they helped out. Oh, okay. Like they only got two things on their. Resume. I think they're like a new studio who's just started to help out. If they're listed second, that means they're not like the primary one. I think Silver's only got two, and Arvo's only got two. So it's like, I mean, this doesn't look that bad for a you know for a new studio. It looks okay. It didn't. It, yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't look that bad. Really, the just depends style, on who's uh, who's animating nice. it. Who's who are the staff? Directed by Yoshiaki Yosaki, who did a bunch of old stuff. Whoa. Mm. Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. G- give us a breakdown. This is a it's it's kind of like um, the quintessential quintuplets from the other season, except there's only two girls. There's a male tutor trying to help out these two girls who are you know who are ditzy, but they're geniuses at the same time. <laughs> they're just like they're like I'm really good at math, but I don't understand feelings. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one's the opposite. It's just like. Okay, you know, I, I could see where this is going. It's got the little the sitcom elements there. Um, this one actually wasn't this, this wasn't terrible either. It was kind of on I would say on a similar level to the Kenjin Omago. They're just kind of like a really middle of the road show that that's gonna be forgotten uh, unless some crazy shit happens. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's like hijinks and Sue. He's trying to teach them, and you know they're brushing their boobs against him and. There's a few, you know, little quirky, funny moments here and there, like where they're, I think they're in the swing pool at one point, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's okay, it's a harem, it's fine, but nothing, you know, it's, it's pretty middle of the road, middling. I'm getting more and more into that idea that a middle of the road anime is worse than a bad anime, like how you... I told you that years ago. I know, and I'm like, I think about it more and more. And I'm thinking about it more and more with spring season so far because it's just like the last one we talked about and then this one and some other romance ones we got on the docket. It's just like the tyranny of mediocrity. <laughs> that yeah. Make sense, but though like on, on the uh, AWO podcast, Daryl Surratt, he said it really well. He's like the worst anime is the anime that completely fails to entertain in either genuine or ironic sense. <laughs> See, that's yeah, what I'm talking about. Dude. Lance and Mask is better than Pokemon. Because <laughs> you can remember it. You know, Mad Bull 34 is better, despite being bad. You know, Garzy's it win. Just, it, yeah, I, and I'll save it for when we do our Mars second person. I'll save it for when we do our second person Pupa. But, but yeah, okay. Anyways, go ahead. God damn, just fucking... Go ahead. Sam's favorite anime. Shut up. <laughs> You're a bitch. Um... <laughs> Okay, yeah, you know, that's it's one of those it's middle of the road show. Um next we have Metalsum Kitsune Senko-san. And this I thought this was a short. It probably should have been a short based on the content. Um this is basically the everyday life of a salaryman who is working for a <clears throat> I think what they call them is a black company. It's like where the Japanese people don't want to work for them cuz they make you work too hard. Yeah, he's like a, not he's in the like sense a of like profit, but black in the sense of like you don't. It's like a blacklist, like you don't want to be there. Yeah, and he is, he is um, visited by a fox spirit, Senko-san, an eight hundred year old lolly, and yeah. she cooks and cleans for him and welcomes him home, and she kind of makes it feel like you're the main protagonist because at the end of every episode, there's a first person perspective, and she's like, "Want me to clean your ears?" 
just relax. Yeah. <laughs> She's like blowing on the screen. <laughs> oh, that was the funniest part. Um, and, you know, the salary man, he's trying to touch her tail and all that. And it's, it's just a, you know, he's got a neighbor who's a little nosy and she she uh, chats with them. I assume there's going to be another Fox girl later. Hasn't been introduced yet, but according to the cover art, that's what's going to happen. This looks like a standard rom-com. That's it. Supernatural. It kind of reminded me of uh, not so like in terms of like in terms of their relationship, Kotaro and Senko-san. The Spice boss. and Wolf, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, it kind of reminded me of Dragon Maid with the circumstances are different. Cause like, yeah, but like 10 steps down from that, <laughs> 10 steps down from the actually like, and it kind of reminded me of the circumstance kind of reminded me of, Ah oh my goddess, like bell dance. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like summoned. I mean, it's you been know? done a million times, like even in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. This is tales old as time. Wait, wait, but like it just, I do really like the animation and I do like the art style and the character design. A lot. The I, animations. I don't, I don't like her hair. I like her tail, but not her hair. Yeah, it looks, fucking, it looks like CG and fucking weird to me. I don't like the the short hair, foxy eared. Like you know, what I'm saying her design. hair looks like it looks like a Lego. It looks like the yeah, <laughs> definitely. You can tell it's definitely like you know, there's it's like CG or something. Yeah, paint for the fill in. But I, you know, it was really cute, and I think her voice is really cute. Her voice actress also does the opening and the ED. So, like, I mean... This one has a dub as well. The dub is okay. I would say that the one... The studio Dogakobo, you know? Like, shout out. But, like, I... Oh, Dogakobo, the Slice of Life studio. The Slice of Life studio. Well, that's Silverlink, too. Same thing. I just kind of, like... what The one thing that caught me is, like, okay, like, because I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, what's going to set this aside from... Oh my goddess and um, Dragon Maid, you know, and I did kind of like that there was because there's a moment in the first episode where she says, you know, I'm indebted to your family, you know, us, us, you know, the Katsune gods are indebted to your family, and then there he had like a flashback when he was laying on her lap of when he was a kid and got lost in the forest, and then there was this little this foxy-eared silhouette of a person going, oh, over here, over here, your grandma's over here. And then he finds his grandma and is like, oh, you know, because he got lost in the forest. And when you get lost as a kid, you're scared as fuck, you know. And then it's like, okay, so they kind of alluded to maybe like a past connection. You know, maybe maybe that might be the the pinnacle of the show, you know. But I don't know. Other, It's got a 7.72 on Mal. Like <laughs> that's just like very slightly above average. It's because I think it's because of the meme. It's like the eight hundred year old lolly. Everyone's enamored. With yeah, that. the cop out. It's like it's like a lolly, but no, it's okay because she's eight hundred. Well, that's what literally what the guy's saying. It's like she's eight hundred. She's eight hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, I mean, it's 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 pretty funny. I don't know. It's it's it, 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 you know, but like what 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 am I watching here? What am I really getting out of this? <laughs> Just watch Dragon Maid, like you said, you know, or, Nick is, or a classic. Nick writes a letter to Doug Kobo. What am I, Bupkis? <laughs> what are you serving me? Bunch of bunch of hooey. I yeah, I don't know. It's really cute. The voice actress is cute, but I don't know, man. It, it it there's a lot of average happening so far, as you can tell. But um, that was number six. All right, Metal Sim Kitsune Senko-san. 
So All right, numbers, and, uh, these last two, as Nick said earlier, were short. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, these were short, so we didn't realize that, but that's fine. We still would have picked them, I think. We have Minaria Naochan Wabenku Ga Dekinai, and this is Aochan Can't Study. Apparently, Dekinai means study. <laughs> I just learned that right now um, because of the other show, that word in there. See, Nick Nick can learn. But, yeah, that's Aochan that's Can't Study. <laughs> Next podcast app, Nick can learn stuff. Here we go. My little Nick can't possibly be this cute. Oh, God. <laughs> Shout out I have to a little Trevor. bit of a cold, so it's hard for me to, like, emote. But, yeah, Alchon can't say. This one's pretty – this one's a little funny. Um, her – there's a girl whose father is a best-selling erotic author, arrow manga sensei, if you will. And he's, like, a baby-sized – <laughs> old man. I thought it was literally a baby. I'm like, is this Aquan babysitters? And uh, <laughs> he's constantly like influencing her with like lewd thoughts because that's how she was raised. And she's trying to, she's trying to get into an elite university and, you know, have like the school romance type of life. And it's, it's just a comedy type show. I mean, that that's basically the gist of it. There's, there's not like anything super complicated with it. It's a, it's a rom-com. It's a comedy, comedy at you. I think it's really dumb. This one is also by Studio Silverlink. Um, yeah, the animation here isn't that great. I always it always weirds me out when like they draw girls or any or people or whatever like kind of bent over and like the character model looks like it looks blocky. Like her legs looked blocky when she was bent over. I don't know. I, oh, like, I kind of see what you mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's just kind of an animation nitpick, but yeah, like the best part is the dad. Like he's he's hilarious. He's like floating around like an oni, like the the freaking demon from Berserk. You know what I'm talking about? The, the yeah. smiling guy. That's kind of what he reminds me of. Yeah, this show's okay. You know, it's a rom com. There are there's there's like a funny moment where she's hiding in the closet from her uh, from the guy she likes, and he's like reaching in trying to grab a towel, and he's like squeezing her thigh, and she's trying not to yell. Um, that's pretty funny, but God, just a uh, typical. The good thing about it is it's 12 minutes. <laughs> it don't it doesn't outstay its welcome. That's the good part. They they learned from Senko-san. That show should have been 12 minutes. But that doesn't make sense. They didn't learn from Senko-san, but you know, Senko-san could take a thing from this. You know what Nick means? Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Get out get off my get off my almonds. Get off my um, almonds. <laughs> get out of my cocoa pops, you little son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know, man. I just this is again I just like this sounds so dumb. I just don't. It's like it's another pervy anime about a dad looting her daughter. It's like that's creepy. You're creepy, man. Like that's not, just it's just generic. It's been done before. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's like the same formula. School girl tries awkwardly tries to get romance. Insert Aramanga father. There you go. <laughs> you know, Aramanga father. It's fine. Oh, Probably can't a show study. that I'll be dropping, but more like yeah, Sam can watch. How about that? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good one, dude. <laughs> All right. So the last show we're going to be covering today is the actually surprisingly good show. It's another short, twelve-minute episodes. Senryo Shoujo, or Senryo Girl, and this is it's like a much better version of that where you have like the awkward girl. Um, mm-hmm. There's the main girl, Nanako. Yukishiro, she is just like this regular high school girl, but she 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 writes Senryo, which is like a type of haiku to relay her thoughts because 
when she tries to talk, uh, the words jumble out and she she fumbles and gets embarrassed. So that she has she carries this little board around her with her all the time, and that's how she chats with people. And right, so she ends up just not talking because of it. It's actually so surprisingly to... charming. Yeah, like the way they handle it because she has a childhood friend, or not childhood friend, more like a high school friend, um, who's this this mean looking boy. Like you know, he's got the trope. It's like the all the girls delinquent. Are, yeah, like the de- delinquent face. He has like the wrestling bitch face, basically, and. It's it's kind of funny like the way they handle all these all these uh, rom com moments. Um, this this show does it really well, and it's short episodes, which I like. I feel like if you're gonna have this this genre of show, it's in my opinion better just to have a shorter episode because mm-hmm. like you really need more of a plot to stretch it into twenty minutes. If it's just gag after gag, and and you know then it gets to be it overstays its welcome. But and this is like the perfect a- length. It's based on a four coma manga too, which I think is the route that. Yeah, four coma is yeah. Is be- the route better taken is do a short anime and not a full length like twenty some minute one. Yeah, I wish coma. more anime were were like this. Like twelve minutes is a good is a good length. She also has a friend who's the student. She's like the club president. They're in a club where they where they do haiku, and um, so it's those three. It's the girl, the boy, and the other girl who's. Who likes to spy on them? She like puts on these glasses and like gets a mischievous grin every time. It's pretty right. funny. Uh, Amane is her name, and then there's a there's a fourth girl, Koto, who's a childhood friend of the boy Eiji, and she's she likes she makes him call her like the big sister, even though they're yeah not. yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's just like a lot of funny little bits and gags in the show. They go to an amusement park. It's it's hilarious. Like the, the <laughs> Eiji's um, scary face frightens the mascot of the park and he starts licking his shoes because <laughs> the mascot's like hugging everybody and he's yeah. scared of him. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, that's just one example. But yeah, but the show is actually really cute uh, the way it's handled, I think. Yeah, OP, the character DVD. design's really good. I really like the character design a lot. I like the school uniforms are red, like the black skirt. Like, I don't know. It's, you like you know, I talk a lot of shit about high school settings and whatever, but I really like the way they're designed and I like that her best friend, the delinquent A.G. Busujima, he always wears like a hoodie, like under. Well, that's his how you know. That's how you can identify him. <laughs> yeah, that's how you <laughs> know. Yeah, character trait. Find the main character. <laughs> it's the same studio uh, who brought us such. It's this is Studio Connect who brought us such gems as Death March to a Parallel Rhapsody and Chaos Dragon. <laughs> oh my God! I think this is actually the best show that Connect has made. By far. Yeah, I'm looking at their. I'm looking at their. They have Strike right the Blood. Now. I've heard of Strike the Blood. I haven't. I haven't watched that one. But I have um, not watched Strike the Blood. Chaos right. Dragon was horrible. That was one <laughs> of the. That was one of the worst shows of of that year. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, Senryo Shoujo, great little short. Everybody should check it out. I think this is one of them. This is one of the shows that I'm going to finish this season. Yeah, and even if you're not into it, you're not really wasting that much time. It's 12 minutes. I know, mean, you're like, essentially watching six ep- six, six full length episodes at the end of the day. Right. So yeah, maybe you could wait until it's you could wait till it's done and then just watch. Although I kind of like watching this one weekly. Well, weekly might be a bit much. Maybe daily. Like wait till you have enough to binge it, like one a day. But yeah, yeah, pretty good show. Um, this one I'll I'll finish. So yeah, we came to the end of this section of our seasonal spring twenty nineteen review. Next week we'll be covering. Uh, let me find them here. The other eight most popular shows, basically. I think we we may have like leapfrogged one or two. 
based yeah. on it being like a sequel or whatever. But um, next week we're covering Isekai Quartet, Fairy Gone, Why the Hell You're Here, Teacher, Carol and Tuesday, or Nickel and Tuesday if you're on, on the Discord, Hitori <laughs> Bochi's Infinite Lifestyle, Shimatsu Toshi, You Know, A Girl Who Chants Love, uh, and Sarzan Mai. So Attack on Titan Part Season 3, I think we might just do at the end. Yeah. Because that one started later. I think that started like a week or two later. Yeah, and Sarazanma is the uh, Ikuhara show. Yeah, so that one's pretty exciting. And I, was, I was surprised how low so. on the list that was. So, Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I actually you know, again, I actually cut a show at the bottom to add that one in. <laughs> and, and again, like, you know, when, if you listen to our Penguin Drum episode, you know, we went in kind of deep into how Ikuhara does stuff and adds themes and all these other crazy things. So I don't know what he's doing with this show. I have not watched it yet. I heard it has a lot of butt juice. It deals butt with juice. Uh, apparently there's like there's trans themes in there, Sam. So there you go. GG. Shout out, shout out to bitches. <clears throat> yeah. So do you want to do a? Yeah, we'll we'll do a little wrap up. So overview. What were your tops so far? Maybe we should save this for the next week. Oh, I like that better. Let's save the power rankings for next week. Um, favorite OP so far. I really okay. The reason why I like the I put Fruits Basket again by Beverly. The reason why is because the original opening theme is to Fruits Basket is a slow song, and it's not often where you hear a slow song for an opening theme for an anime, like a, like a ballad almost kind of. And they did that again with this one. So it's, it's oh kind yeah, of like that a, is a little strange. Yeah, I I love it. It's it's way more catchier than the original, and I just I love all around. I love the new Fruits Basket. So I, I I chose that for the OP. And as for me, I chose the most obvious choice, uh, Gurenge by Lisa, the Demon Slayer OP. That one was it was just like generically good. <laughs> A lot of action, really yeah, good animation. Lisa's really fucking cool. Sword art online sounding song. And it was cool safe. to hear her do something else for something else other than sort of. Although if you so. if you put that song into an SAO opening, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. But <laughs> you were just like, oh, okay, it's, <laughs> it's good it, enough. Yeah. You know, it's Lisa. Lisa's good, so there you go. Yeah, Lisa. Lisa's cool. Yeah, she's cool. Favorite um, ED so far. I put the ending to Helpful Fox Senko, just because like it's another one of those ones where the voice actress for Senko, the fox demon or demon god rather, she does the opening and ED. Well, with the opening, she does it with somebody else, but the ED she does by herself, and the animation to it is just her curled up like on a pillow with the credits rolling, and it's just really cute. But like her voice is really cute. I think her Japanese voice is really cute. So, and it was a really cute song. Uh, I thought I like this is one of the few times where I like enjoyed it a little bit more than the opening. Uh, so. I oh yeah, was... where you like the song better than the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mediocrity. A like, that. <laughs> like uh. God, what was that show? Kokoku from that one season had like the best fucking OP I've ever heard, and then the show was just like meh. <laughs> and then Nick for like three weeks was like, "Listen, the opening to Kokoku that was the best opening of that year." <laughs> like, <it> was, <laughs> but the show was like number one hundred of the year. <laughs> um, okay, my favorite ED was from Senryo Shoujo, "Ordinary Love" by Rikako Aida. And this yeah. one, you know, it's just like a nice, calming ED. Kind of like the Fruits Basket OP, except this one's the ED. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I never heard of Rikako Aida until today. But yeah, that's a, that's a catchy song. I like it. Put that on my anime playlist right quick. 
put all these on your anime playlist. Do it right now. Listen. Yeah, Senryo Shoujo makes me want to rewatch Ayura. Here's the problem. Is that every week, me and Nick and Danny, and sometimes Quokka, and sometimes other bitches, we come on here and we tell you to do stuff in the anime world, and you just don't do it. You know what? Fuck you, okay? <laughs> just Speaking fucking every of, week. Yeah. Just shit you. on our listeners. If you want to like, support us, join us on Patreon. <laughs> do, do what we tell you and join us on Patreon. Jesus Christ. We really yeah, got to no. set up a Patreon. Let's just set it up. Let's do it. Hashtag planning on the podcast. We're going to set up a Patreon. We'll figure out the rewards later. All right? We're going to set it up, though. Take a shot. And by we, I mean Sam. And by Sam, I mean Quokka. And by Quokka, I mean Sam again. (laughs) And by Sam, I mean Smokey. I forgot that I hired him again. We have to make Smokey do stuff. All right, though. Check it out. Let me know what you guys think about... Actually, you know what? Maybe wait until you hear the second part of the first impressions for spring... Before you let us know what you're watching so far. I know a couple people out there like Sarazanmai. Right now they like... Uh, like uh, I know Zayla like some of the cute shows like Senryu, Shoujo, and uh, Senko. Helpful Fox Senko. So Everybody likes Isekai Quartet too. That's a really popular one. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's a goofy crossover. So, I mean, people are going to like it, I think. Especially because Konosuba's in it too. Just like to see Subaru interact with... I've heard good things about Hiterobochi, too. I've heard that's pretty good. Hiterobochi, dude. So Hiterobochi, you... I hardly even know her. <laughs> 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 Neon Genesis Evangelion, I hardly know her. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let us know what you like so far, okay? Uh, thanks for listening. I've been Sam. That's been Nick. This has been the Anime Summit Podcast. God, Danny's going to be so salty that we didn't just, like, nut hug Fruits Basket for 20 minutes. I not hugged it. We should have. It was 15 minutes, not 20, Sam. You should have padded five extra minutes. Danny's going to be upset with you. I'm a froob, 